Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you can join us. Before we get into the Word, Charles, can you open us up in prayer? Yes. Lord, I just thank you for today, Lord. I just thank you for your continuing blessings of us, Lord. And Lord, I just thank you for how you continue to demonstrate your love to us, Lord, and how you give us your knowledge and understanding in every situation, Lord. And Lord, I just thank you for how you've been moving in all of our lives, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, welcome, everybody, to our continued study in Romans and our morning Bible study. So we're in, officially in chapter two today. So, All right. I know, right? <laughs> no, this is good. Um, with that, can I get a volunteer to read the first 11 verses? I will. All right, I promise. Therefore, you're inexcusable, O man, who, whoever you are who judge. For in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you judge pract- for you who judge practice the same thing. But we know that judgment of God is according to truth against those who practice such things. And do you not think this, O man, you who judge those practicing these things and doing the same, that you escape the judgment of God? Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering? Not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance, but in accord, but in accordance with your hardness and your uh, impotent, impotent heart, you are you are treasuring up for yourself wrath in the day of wrath and revelation the righteousness, revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to each one according to his deeds. E- Eternal life by those who are, by those who by patient continuance of doing good seek for glory, honor, and immortality. But those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath, tribulation and anguish on every soul of man who does evil of the Jew first and, and also the Greek. But glory, honor, and peace to everyone who works what is good, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, for there is no partiality with God. Partiality. Sorry. Partiality. There is no partiality. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, as is our custom, I'm going to open the floor to allow you the opportunity to share whatever the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. All right? Yes. All right, so who'd like to begin? I guess I will. All right, sir. I found verse 1 interesting where Paul was talking about how people who judge others tend to practice the same things. And it just reminded me of my own life and how... Dad says, people who know wrong and are so keen in calling everybody else know because it's, they see it in themselves. Mm-hmm. 
let me think of a substantial example. Okay, so like Dad says, all of us have some point in our um, life have lied. We can all agree about that. But Dad says, you can tell a liar because you see in yourself. You know how you talk. So that's why if someone lies to you saying you're clearly lying, I'm seeing that I know what happens when you lie because I have lied before. I can tell you what happens as well. It comes from an example of knowing yourselves and knowing yourself and applying it. So Paul is saying here that because you see it in others and you have done it yourself, you're able to judge and it's not judging correctly, of course. If you're judging correctly, it's all good. Like, there's some things I've clearly not done, but I'm able to tell others what they have done. Okay. Well, why? Because I've been told what it looks like, okay. even though I've never experienced it. Well, that's one. But before that, even before that. It's the judgment of God. It's what God said about it. You have the Holy Spirit to teach you and to convict you. Right? Yes. To let you know this is sin, right? But if yes. we allow things to pass before him, like you, the example you gave with lying, right? Yes. If we allow the words that are spoken to pass before him, we have the Holy Spirit to minister and let us know whether it's truth or a lie. Yes. Right? Okay. So, but that's for everyone. It's not just for your mother and I. Each of us has that has the Holy Spirit, and has the opportunity to do the exact same things. But then, yes, people that that typically struggle with an issue are more likely to see it in others. Because it's something that they are dealing with or need to deal with and uproot from their lives and replace that with truth. And the, the use of the word judge here is not just simply recognizing that something's happening, going, oh, yeah, they're cutting their lawn over there. Right. There's usually some sort of um, accusation or a, um, something that's doled out beyond just saying, I see what's happening. Mm-hmm. There, there's more to it when, you know, the Lord uses the word judge and he tells us to be careful how we judge. And the same measure that we judge others will be judge will be measured back to us. Mm-hmm. So there, there's more to it than just recognizing that something's happening. But um, especially in the way of doling out condemnation or um, some sort of penalty to others for doing an act or something that is contrary to the Lord or pop culture, whatever that the measurement is that we're using. Because then oftentimes when you look back, it's kind of like the, the speck in your brother's eye and leaving the plank in your own. Um, oftentimes the Lord cautions us to be careful that we are not guilty of the same things of what Mm. we're judging others concerning. So judge is a, is a word that we should pay attention to there. Absolutely. And, and the, the multiple uses of, of that word. Well, just you mentioned, John, the Holy Spirit, which gives us discernment, mm-hmm. right? Amen. Or wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But the discernment or wisdom most often is to judge rightly, to process the information that is in front of us, our perception of the reality, mm-hmm. to line that up with God's word. Mm-hmm. Right, so if someone is speaking to us, we're judging 
we're discerning, we're using wisdom to understand the words they're saying. And no different than when the enemy is talking to us, right? Because even when people are talking to us, they're either speaking to us from their flesh, they're speaking to us from the father of lives, or they're speaking to us and confirming what the Holy Spirit is saying in us, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to judge, we have to discern, we have to use wisdom to process that. Mm -hmm. But the passage is, 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 I think, is emphasizing judgment in the way that we do it, mm -hmm. right? So it's saying passing judgment. So, but Charles, what does that mean to pass judgment versus using judgment? Um, Could it be that it's how your heart is, the condition mm -hmm. of your heart? When you consider another? Yes, if you already view them in a certain light, you're going to find stuff that supports what you think about that person. Well, you know, you don't drive yet, but, you know, like when you're driving a car down the road and somebody cuts you off, we, we um, I, I call it Mr. Indignant. Mr. Indignant comes out of me pretty quickly. Who do you think you are cutting me off? What right do you have? Do you think you're so special that you're in a hurry? Your time is so much more valuable than mine that you should cut me off, right? <laughs> and we look upon them with, we pass judgment on them that they don't deserve grace, that they don't deserve mercy, that they deserve some type of punishment. They deserve my anger. They deserve my wrath. All those things, all those negative things that aren't in alignment with how God wants us to view our fellow human beings, right? Regardless yes. of whether they're saved or unsaved, there's no reason for us to be that way. So I think it's more about a heart condition, right? Uh -huh. But when we, when somebody's saying something, I mean, Jesus, like, you know, clearly to Peter, right? Get behind me, Satan, right? I, I actually had, had a conversation with someone this week that said something, and, and it's, a, it's a pastor, and I said, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> I told him to get behind me. And he kept going. I said, no, I'm serious. Get behind me, Satan. What you're saying is not life. Do not speak that crap over me. I do not receive it. And I don't want you speaking over me that way. And it wasn't against him. He started laughing. I said, I'm not, I'm, I'm not joking. I'm really serious about this. Mm -hmm. What you're saying to me is not life. And mm -hmm. I'm not going to receive it. And there's no reason why you should receive it as well either. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't mad at him. I was just like, I, I was building my defense. You are not bringing this into my house. You're not bringing this into my life, and mm -hmm. I will not receive it. Mm -hmm. And so that judgment was appropriate. And if you notice, you weren't judging him and right. his character because that does not belong to us as people. That, there is one judger of the soul of man and the that's character it. of man, and that's Jesus Christ. But mm -hmm. you can judge a situation but that should also be based on what the Lord is saying. And uh, by certain situation, I mean an action. So if, um, and like you said, or words, those are on the action side, but not the man's character. You didn't say you're a devil and you're this, that, and the other. You said those words don't have any place in my life because I'm under the authority of Jesus Christ. And this is what he's already said concerning me. Those are out of alignment. So that's a different case than judging a person and their character and their soul which belongs to the lord so uh -huh. that's important that we understand that difference that we can say no that situation's not right you know that that's never right god said that's not right but it doesn't mean i'm now taking in in my own authority condemning you to any or making passing judgment on you or making my opinion as that of equal to what god feels now if god says something 
it is what it is. He's, he said what he said. But for me, the human being to speak apart from him is something totally different. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. A lot of really good points and, um, and discussions. And so we're going we're gonna to tie this all together here, right? Yes. So, well, Charles, you brought up verse 1, how it spoke and ministered to you. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Well, verse 1 continues the, th- the previous thought, mm-hmm. which originated in verse 28, right? Of chapter 1, right? Of chapter 1, yes. Mm-hmm. Chapter 1, Romans 1, verse 28 through 32. Right, and and he goes into how they people did not like to retain God in their knowledge, so he gave them over to a debased mind. Right, and they did things that were not fitting. They were filled with unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, and unmerciful. But here's the thing. Who, knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. And that's why in verse 1 there's a a key word, therefore. Right? Anytime you see that, it should jump out at you because... It's this, it is a continuation of what was being discussed previously. So as a result of all that, now this, what right? The therefore, therefore. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So because of the things mentioned right before that word, <laughs> now, right, we should understand yes. this next part. All right? Whoever you are, oh, so whoever you are who judge or in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. Mm-hmm. For you who judge practice the same things, right? Yes. So, oftentimes in in Christ's ministry, right, you would see where he would say something to the effect of, um, or asking them if they knew, right? Yes. And they would say, "Yeah, we know." And then his response would be, "Okay, well then, you know, you're condemned essentially." As a result, not that he was condemning them, right? But they were. Yes. He, he was so. What is being discussed here that they were without excuse because they knew is the same thing that that Christ was saying during his ministry, and all the prophets before them, right? Yes. Now this isn't the first. Well, I'll say the first time. This is the only time that that Paul mentions this, right? Because we brought up the other part of judging, right? And uh, actually. Let's first go to to Christ's ministry. We'll look at John 8, uh, verse 16, right? Or actually 15 and 16. And he's talking with the Pharisees. And in this, he says, well, so the Pharisees are trying to accuse him that he bears witness of himself, of who he is, right? And he says, even if I did that, it's true. But then in verse 15, it says, you, talking to the, to the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes, you judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. And yet, as verse 16, if I do judge, my judgment is true. For I am not alone, but I am with the Father who sent me. Right? 
It is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. I am one who bears witness of myself, and the Father who sent me bears witness of me. Right? And you, this is something he's, that Jesus said multiple times. I did not come to judge. Right? Yes. Okay. However, well, so like we'll leave it at that point, and I'll come back to that here in a second. Right? So let's not forget that. Paul, in, in his letter to the Corinthians, right? In 1 Corinthians 11, where we go over, he, he talks about the Lord's Supper, right? Says something, starts in verse 27 through 32. Can I get a volunteer to read that, please? Because it, it matters. It's important. Um, I can. All right, Layla. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. Keep going. Yes. Okay. Through 32. Okay. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. So, so do we see a difference there, right? Mm-hmm. And, and honey, you brought this up. It's not about judging other people, but it's about being able to recognize the sin in our own life, which, Charles, you brought that up, right? Going off of something that I, yes. I have said, right? Yes. We should be able to recognize these things in ourselves, but not just recognize them and continue the behavior and deal with it. Uproot it from your life, right? It, it shouldn't be in the body. It should be uprooted and replaced with truth, which is the word, which is Christ, who we are to be conformed to, his image. We're made in his likeness, but we're to be conformed to his image. And how he walked the this walk on earth in faith, being obedient to the Father, his desire was to be pleasing to the Father because he loved the Father, is no different for us. No different at all. We should be moving and operating in the same way, right? Jesus said he didn't come to judge, right? But if he yes. did, right? So, so let's understand that because there is an aspect of, and we can, it's easy to get mixed up, if you will, on what he meant by, I didn't come to judge, but if I do judge, right? Because mm-hmm. there were times where he did, right? The Lord had him speak what the Lord had him speak. Whether it was to the fig tree, right? He judged the fig tree, did he not? Mm-hmm. And he and he cursed it from the roots up, and it withered and died. Okay. So, so that's the understanding. We are not to judge. We are we are instructed, commanded to be able to recognize sin, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what's yes. what's said throughout the entirety of the Old Testament to all the prophets, right? Teach the people the difference between what is holy and what is profane, right? That they would understand the difference. Mm-hmm. So that's what we are to to judge. And it's to recognize this is from the Lord, this is not. Mm-hmm. But we're we're doing it in our own lives, right? That's because that's where my, Paul says the teaching applies to me first. Mm-hmm. Right? Why should I give the teaching and then be disqualified for not applying to the teaching 
the instruction, the commandment that the Lord has given. It matters. So we need to we need to understand that and recognize that. All right? Yes. Yes. We can recognize it in others. And and the example that, that you gave, Dean, which I love, is you were able to recognize, say, no, wait, this this isn't right. And again, you weren't judging the person. You you were simply just, this isn't right. I'm not going to receive it. Right? As you recognize it and you you were able to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Bring it before the Lord get his perspective on it, which he clearly had given you discernment to do mm-hmm. without knowing the entirety of the situation, right? However, he'd given you discernment on, on what to do and how to handle that. But there's still, and, and that's the, the beautiful thing about the Lord is, in doing it his way, there's still the, the option and opportunity to love the Lord, or love that individual back to Christ, Right? There's not barriers yes. that have been set and and um, walls that have been put up to separate you from him. But that's, and I bring that up because we should all recognize that in our own life. Life, how we handle the situation should always be done through the leading of the Lord through his Holy Spirit. Amen to that. Yes. Any questions on that? No. No. Okay. No, and I just wanted to kind of... Um, <coughs> bring that bring that out just a little bit more um it's kind of like um the bible tells us to judge ourselves Absolutely. not to judge others the the person we're supposed to look at and see do we measure up do we line up are we meeting this the standard that jesus said is ourselves and as parents god asks you to watch over your children right so but in in actuality the one he wants you to judge is you just like mm-hmm. control he wants self-control not mm-hmm. other people control. Exactly. So he's not saying control everybody else and judge everybody else because that's a counterfeit, right? That mm-hmm. That's something that the enemy often tries to get us to enter into because now that'll draw, draw us away in sin. But God said, look at yourself so you're not violating my word and my covenant and control yourself so you're not violating the word and the will of God. So, you know, looking at those comparisons and remembering who God is and his character, his nature is always the same. He doesn't change. So mm-hmm. just like he wants us to control ourselves, he wants us to judge ourselves and let him do the other part concerning other people. Absolutely. And, and to tie it back to here in Romans 2, right? Verse 1. Clearly what Paul is doing is addressing what he has seen and heard mm-hmm. about how people are carrying and conducting themselves justifying their own actions and behaviors by pointing out flaws in another. Mm-hmm. And that's human nature, right? I mean, if you, anywhere you look, you will see this on, on job sites and whatever to, for people to try to, to promote themselves or look better in, in another's eyes to receive some type of reward and all that. But, and Paul is addressing that exact action here in this section of Scripture. Mm-hmm. Everybody understand that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Got some blank stares. So, so I want to want to check, want to verify, because this is important for us and our lives and how we carry and conduct ourselves. Is it pleasing to the Father, mm-hmm. or are we creating divisions and dissensions within the body of Christ, mm-hmm. knowingly or unknowingly? Mm. Right. 
Yes. That's why we're to examine or judge ourselves. What are you going to say, sir? Oh, first we'll talk to me. Um, first, in my Bible, in verse 7, it, br- it brought me to Psalm 62 and Proverbs 24, 12. Wait, sorry. Psalm 62, 12, verse 12. Mm-hmm. You want me to read it for you, sweetheart? No, I can read it. Oh, okay. Also to you, O Lord, belongs mercy, for you render to each one according to his work. Then there is Proverbs 24, verse 12. Okay. Chapter 24. Proverbs 4? 24. Oh. 24, 12. Well, let me read it for you, sir. Did I got it? Okay. I'm just asking. That's <laughs> okay. It's all right. It says, if you say, surely we do not know this, does not he who weighs the heart, hearts consider it? He who keeps your soul does not know it, and he will not render to each man according to his deeds. Mm-hmm. So, the Lord is showing me that when he said that, he's not going, he's not going to say, oh, just because you said you didn't know it, I'm not going to make you get your just reward, but the person who didn't really know, he wasn't he wasn't doing one, right? He's not going to go, you, you knew what you were doing, even though the man did not know. But the Lord, Lord showed me that he doesn't just have favorites that he judges the person by what knowledge they have about it and what they've done with it. And also, like, you would say that, yeah. You, you would tell us that babies, they know and they lie, they make a face, mm-hmm. so that the Lord built in a mechanism so that we know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I didn't know we, I was lying. We all know, right? Yes. But yes. Some would call it a conscience. The reality is, it's a holy. It's the Holy Spirit. Who convicts us of sin, right? Yes. yes. Now, we can choose to ignore him, as many have, right, and, and fight against him and try to shut him out, not listen, and not address the issue that he is bringing to our attention. And I don't recommend that you do that. I recommend that you, you listen to him because it matters. Because what we're discussing here, or what we're discussing that Paul wrote about through the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit, is because there are consequences. 
right? Yes. Yes. Uh, and it was written about right multiple times. We we covered uh, Corinthians and talking about uh, the Lord's Supper, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's so that we're not condemned along with the world. Right? It, it matters. Yes. It's, yes. Salvation depends upon it. Yes, you, you can say, oh, well, that, those are actions. and No, this is literally following what the Lord has said. The commandments and the instructions he's given, don't do these things. They don't reflect him and his nature and his character. Right? Yes. Yes. So if we are saying we're believers, we're followers of Christ, we're, then the things of the world should not be seen by others in our lives. You know, I'll say... We shouldn't see them, right? Because we should examine ourselves or judge ourselves and allow the Holy Spirit to to show, reveal those things to us so that we can deal with them, right? Yes. yes. I'm not saying we'll ever be without sin, right? But we should still be, I'll say, in faith, working or striving towards being conformed to the image of Christ, Does that make sense? Yes. We are the righteousness in Christ Jesus. He tells us to be holy, for he is holy. So I should be looking to be holy. I should desire to be holy because I love the Lord, and I want to be pleasing to him. Oh, that's me. That's a, an individual choice for every person, either in this room or listening. We all have to come to that place. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, given the time, let's pause there for today. And we'll resume this section of scripture again tomorrow. All right? Okay. Okay. Can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? Yes. All right, Layla. Lord, I just thank you for today, Lord, and for... Your amazingness, Lord, and I I thank you for teaching us, Lord, to for guiding us into being the Father that we need, Lord, to correct us where we've made error, Lord, and to continually encourage us to move, Lord, to grow and mature, Lord, to reach the greater depths and the greater things that you have for us, Lord. And I thank you for the brothers and sisters that you have placed before us, Lord, to also help encourage us, Lord, and guide us along the path that you have laid out each in, in front of each and every one of us, Lord, unique and different to the glory of your name, Lord. And I thank you for our listeners, and I ask that you'll bless them as they go through their day, Lord, go to school or go to work, Lord, and I ask that you'll keep them wherever they are, Lord. Give them peace and rest, Lord, and give them a clear mind as they work today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We love you. God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store.
remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.